welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we begin our year 2022, the year that already is out of control as Geralt was in The Witcher 3. <laughs> drunk Geralt. Go home 2022, you're drunk. <laughs> We've had enough of you already. Yeah, one of you welcome very quickly. <laughs> I spent um, I spent the, the waning days of 2021 in, in Sydney visiting family, um, which was exciting. Uh, but what was actually exciting for me was that um, I started to do my Fallout 76 dailies, of course, because I've got to get that score. Got to yeah. get that scoreboard. Can't miss out on the rewards. Get that FOMO running in. Uh, so I decided to install the Steam Link software on my phone, hooked up a PS, uh, PS4 controller using Bluetooth, and just crushed dailies, streaming it from my home machine here in Adelaide. All onto the way your s- phone. Onto my phone, using my, over my parents' Wi-Fi connection for their internet. They've got... um. A fairly decent, now that it got finally got installed, fairly decent, um, I think it might be fired to the home. I've only got a fairly slow connection plan, like a 25 megabit connection plan. But we both, two of us at the same time, streaming to our phone, sitting on the back deck, crushing dailies. I, it worked. It's very hard to read on a very small little phone, yeah. so the text is a little bit small. But it, it was playable. Easily playable. I mean, I, I think there was a little bit of lag. I think it's kind of, kind of hard to tell. Like Fallout's not exactly the most um, precise game yeah, in the yeah. world. So like, there's a little bit of like, yeah, is it me? Is it yeah. what? You know. But like, you know, my controller input to my phone across the Wi-Fi to my parents' internet zooms all the way down to Adelaide and puts it into my computer here, then sends a picture back again. That's pretty good. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I, it, it worked any way better than I had, felt I had any right to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. sort of looking at it going, yeah, you know, there's something falling me here. There's no way you can't be working this sort of thing. Yeah. You know, like, but yeah, no, both of us were playing at the same time off each of our PCs here. Um, working fine. Yeah, it's impressive. Played it. Didn't do jazz every day we were up there, but when we did do it, it was... And did it from, uh, yeah, did it from uh, her brother's place. We're staying there as well. We had a fairly decent connection again over Wi-Fi. No problems. Knocked it out. The hardest part of the whole thing was trying to get the phone to sit somewhere and stay there. <laughs> actually, like, you know, look at it and stuff like that. You know, it's like nowhere to, like, put it. I need to get one of those. Um, you needed a Sony Xperia. Uh, why is that? Got the direct connection to the. Yeah, the something to, like, slot it in. Yeah. I, I did have, I had, a, see, I had a quick look on Amazon. And you can certainly get cradles. Yeah. for phones and things and I'm like it's not going to work Luke like don't even bother buying something you're going to use not even once like that's just a waste of money <laughs> no actually it would have been really handy to have it like attached to the phone and I could have yeah. you know played with a controller I'm, I mean I'm, frankly I'm, I'm amazed that even the controller to the phone through Bluetooth worked yeah, with no fuss it worked just connected the, yeah, the app goes oh PS4 connected you know, boom. The all of the custom profiles I have set up for Fallout with like some radial menu items, stuff like that, that all worked. The only thing that didn't work was the custom lighting on the PS4 controller. Oh. That was it. <laughs> Which is kind That's of annoying because those PS4 controller lights are freaking bright when they're yeah. on default. Yeah, they're good. That said, I'm pretty happy with that, that all around. That is dire. Uh, basically, though, I would try if a streaming service was available, particularly one for the PS PlayStation series of games. Yeah. Just saying something, Sony, if you're listening, yeah. I want. I would definitely subscribe and play things. Though, you know, you. Yeah, so I you, don't, you just play. bypass the console. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you just subscribe to their game service. Yep. And you got a library of games you can choose from. Yep. Stream it to your whatever device. I mean, hell, look, if I had to buy the game and pay for the streaming service, I would do that because that would be way cheaper than playing the console. And I don't have. Console hanging around. Yeah. I don't yeah. need a kind of console. Like, I don't need, I, like, I, for myself, I won't use any of the media playing capabilities or anything like that. Yeah. It would actually just be a pain, pain in the butt to find a somewhere to plug it in and leave yeah. it there. Like, you'd rather have a PlayStation app that you could put on some of your existing hardware somewhere yeah. and just do it that way, you know? Yeah. Like, the, much, pro, much preferred. preferred, for sure, for sure. So that, that really... Uh, Particularly yeah. with the hardware shortages and stuff, there's still yeah. hardware PlayStation Fives. Yeah, so like you know, I could be I could be playing and playing, you know, kind of yeah. thing. Listen, Sony, like you know, 
Yeah. Like, see, I wouldn't do that for PC, because I just, you know, I need a PC for work. I kind of like having the hardware, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But for, like, Xbox and PlayStation, PlayStation. Yeah, exclusive, I would just for is buying games. Off. That's it, I'll buy the game. And all the other stuff is the... really just extra, because it can do it, so they put them in there. Yeah, that's it. That's it, you know. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I think that would be... Um, Maybe a no-brainer, frankly. Mm-hmm. Probably, maybe a no-brainer for too many people, and that's why they don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, but they don't. But they lose money on the consoles. So do you really want to sell hardware? Don't you want to sell games? Yeah. And yeah, sell... Isn't your marketing strategy the games and not the consoles? Yeah, yeah like you could, you could offer a discount to people who think if you own a console, then you like get a cheaper price on like the streaming service maybe, or do you, like it's not it's not part of the existing PlayStation well, online like, thing or something? Um, Xbox Ultimate. Yeah, so you make it PlayStation Ultimate. Ultimate, and then you so just you've got it on your console, or you've got yeah. it on your PC, or you've got it on whatever device you want. Yeah, and doesn't have to be all free games either necessarily. Like, I understand they need to make money somehow. Yeah, I'm well, the Ultimate's not all free. No, it's only a certain number subsection of games. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, a precedent for that as well. So they can have a a, a, a library of games that they offer yeah. as yeah, part of the pretty, service. It's pretty impressive. The games yeah. that are free on the Xbox library are amazing. Yeah, and they stay. They stay for a while, at least the ones I've been playing are still on still there. on the store. I've seen some come and go, but all the ones I've been playing are still on the store, still free mm-hmm. play. I'm keen. I'm keen. Let's do it. Let's do it, Sony. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You'll get a phone call next week from the head of Sony. Yeah, no doubt. Sony Computer Academy in Australia. Hey, we're right, here. Let's talk turkey. Let's go. Come on. What will it take you to keep you on the platform? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so uh, as we, when we got back um, from Sydney, we decided we'd crack into Spiritfarer as a holiday play game, and that's still going because that's a fairly hefty game. It was a lot longer okay. than I was expecting, for sure. Um, it's an interesting uh, sort of mishmash of, of certainly like, I don't know. I've been thinking about how to like, talk about this game for the past week, and I still haven't really settled anything because it's it is casual for sure. There's like no way to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't die or anything like that. Um, it's heavily kind of story and exploration driven, but there are a couple of challenging jumping puzzles and things in it as well that you don't have found quite challenging mm-hmm. to get through. So anyway, um, to, to take back a second, so the, the game's premise is that you're the spirit pharaoh, you're going to take souls to the final gate once they're fulfilled, effectively. You know? So fulfilling a, 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 you know, a spirit is to um, get hidden fed, go to build them a house and then upgrade the house with certain upgrades that, that relate to their house and their story. And they have a quest chain mm-hmm. of things you need to do. And then from that, everything is kind of gated. So uh, you start off in, the, in the, the inner ocean. And when you want to go through the frost layer, the, the icebergs, you need to get an icebreaker upgrade yeah. for your ship. And to get that upgrade, you need to explore a certain amount of islands, yeah. get the resource you need. So, so the whole thing is really incredibly linear. Yeah. You know, but you do have a wide choice about which things you do first mm-hmm. and which ones you don't kind of thing. And so, like, for example, we missed um, uh, one of the one of the spirits wanted to go see their friend in the sea and it, the, the game added an icon for the turtle on the, on the map, but we didn't, re- we didn't realise that that turtle we hadn't been to yet because there's no indication of that necessarily. And so we did all this other stuff and got stuck and went, we, we're missing something because we can't get this... Um, thing that we need and we've sort of tapped out everything else and then I looked it up and someone said turtle I'm like oh it's a turtle icon on the map so now we're just working through yeah. their quest chain to unlock all of that part of the things all that the we turtles. need kind of thing yeah yeah would have been really handy to have a turtle earlier because it's got a nice um, mining uh, you can plant anything you want and it will generate a node for you kind of thing so you, you know, it's sort of a, a shortcut way of getting more resources and things um so it's kind of, yeah, because uh, you've got a whole sea, you can sort of go to any of the islands, you can sail around kind of thing. You have a lot of choice about how you tackle each particular thing, where you go for the resources, you know. But nothing's limited. You know, you cut down a tree, you come back in a couple of days, the tree will be back again. So getting resources is not necessarily yeah, difficult. Yeah. Um, everything is mini-gamed. So when you want to cut down a tree, because we're playing co-op, you've got to do a synchronised left-right, left-right, cut yeah. the tree down. Yeah. You know, when you loom your thread, you've got a, a loom, a little bar that goes across and you've got to stop it 
right on that ding to get that bonus yeah. threat, otherwise you only get double kind of thing. Um, yeah, every the hardest one is definitely the log sawing so far, which is like a, a pattern you've got to like keep your your wood saw cutter along the pattern and move it up and down, but it's kind of a bit laggy and a bit like yeah, slow yeah. to move up and down kind of thing. So you like get it through the the pattern stuff. So they've kind of just so that's where the um the challenge I guess is is kind of all these different um, mini games and stuff in it. You know, you got to plant your veggies and your crops, and you got orchards to farm and stuff. You got to feed everyone, cook meals, kind of thing. It's thoroughly enjoyable. It's super chill. The soundtrack is super chill. Um, the co-op experience is pretty good overall for these things. Is definitely a bolting on after the fact. Like it's a single player game, and because your character has cat, one of you to be the cat. Um, the cat can do everything that the human can, except for talking to people. Up. Oh, talk to people. Right. That too. Well, the main character can't really piece any up since the girl as well, so maybe <laughs> okay. there's both of you. Well, then she can. She it can. Just, it gets messy. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> Same for the cat, I suppose. It gets messy. There's no kid litter or toilets on this boat. <laughs> okay. Well. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's concerning. Um, can't talk to people. <laughs> can't talk to people, which is key because that, that's what drives all the quests forward. So while the cat can build things and upgrade stuff and everything else can contribute, at least there's only one person sort of doing the talking and pushing yeah. in. And there's no, like, conversational choices, really. It's a, yeah. it's a yes, do you want to do this or no? That's yeah. about it, really. And that's know? the bit that always doesn't work in those co-op games when yeah. you're stuck in the conversation. So yes. you can see through the conversation yeah. or... Why don't you yeah. run away? Misses the whole conversation. Doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. One thing they still haven't quite worked out how to make the conversations work. Yeah. So the com- I mean the conversation is very. It's got a. This game reminds me a lot of Stardew Valley. Yeah. And similar in that, it's a probably a Western game with a heavy Japanese-ish kind of influence, particularly like the speech bubbles and the talking text yeah. and things like that. So it's just about just playing through the what they're talking about. Yeah. The conversation is usually pretty short. Yeah. Um, with instructions on where to go, and they highlight the important locations yeah. that you need yeah. to go to and stuff. The camera work does a, a decent-ish job of trying to keep you both on screen at the same time, yeah. because you're always going to be on screen. If you go off, you get a little icon yeah. saying where you are, yeah. and you, then the camera kind of slowly yeah. pans out to get you both. But when it's on full expansion, when I ship at the moment because it's so big, when it's on full expansion, if you're in one of the you know buildings up yeah, here... You can't get stuck, but you can't read or see what's going on. Yeah, okay. It kind of gets really hard to sort of like tell if the planet's really yeah. up or not, kind of thing. The whole the whole movement and stuff is a bit loose, I find, yeah. for a platforming game. It's not quite as tight as I expect, particularly coming from the same studio that did um, Sundered, where I felt yeah. the control was really tight. Yeah. This feels a bit loose. I don't know if it's an intentional thing, but there's a whole section in a mine where you have to jump from. Uh, using your um, flying fox thing from cable to cable to cable and work your way back up out of the mine, that wasn't easy, you know, kind of thing. And then having to, like, do a co-op where you both have to nail all the jumps yeah. and you can't stop. So it, so I'm like, or me or her, are going backwards and forwards in a spot trying to wait for the other person to make their way up. Yeah, and yeah. if you're too far up and the person falls down, well, the camera can't zoom out that yeah. far. So you've got to come back down again, yeah. kind of thing. There's a few quests where the text doesn't tell you where to go. Uh, so I looked that up as well. Like yeah. same with the turtle, like I feel like there should be more indication that this turtle is going to, to be visited. Yeah. For a casual game, there's sort of a couple Yeah. And they have minor complaints. It's a really fun game so far. It hasn't outside its welcome yet. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if we get to the end of it or not. As we're like 40% of the way through mm-hmm. so far. And I can't check it because it's on Playing Gunner's account because it's yeah. Couch Co-op on, on her side. I'm not sure how many hours we put into it. I'll have to check back for that next week. But yeah. Um, well, speaking of Outstanding Welcome. Oh. Pathfinder Kingmaker. Oh, Outstanding Welcome, Tony. I've played three days and something hours on my game, save game thing. Like real hours. Yeah, real hours, mm. which probably is shy at least a day from all my reloads and stuff <laughs> so the shine is wearing off it's just too damn long so what i found is then being a experienced game master myself the story is really good 
the stories in the game are really good, but the combat is not good enough to hold it together for you to get to the next bit of story. And then the part that I'm at, they're making really rookie mistakes. They've taken away play agency, so the expansion pack, you play another lord. So the whole premise of the start of the game is the leader of an area offers a reward to any hero who can tame this untamed part of her kingdom, and she'll give it to you as a barony. So three of you succeed mm-hmm. and get given baronies, and you're one of them. Oh. The expansion package you play one of the other ones, oh. which ties into the main story okay, okay. before. Yeah, and so the expansion package you play that Baron. So it it works quite well. Uh, you don't get to choose where you go; it's all on rails. But it works quite well. The story's still quite good. But they take away player agency in that right at the very end, in the very final dungeon. <clears throat> so if you're not a role player, you wouldn't know that. You don't double up on rolls. So if you've got a thief in the party who yeah. picks locks yeah. and removes traps, yeah. you don't bother making your ranger be able to pick locks and remove traps. No, of course not. You can trap monsters and skin monsters instead. Yeah. So you don't double up on skills. If you've got limited assets, yeah. you don't double them up. Yeah. So in the final dungeon, which is like the end of the game, yeah. they take away your thief. Oh. Go, bye-bye, and he's the, he's the other baron. He goes, bye-bye, he goes away. Okay, that's not great. Now I can't remove the traps that I'm discovering and I can't unlock the chests that I'm finding. So I either have to save it before I unlock it and just keep going till I roll a 20 and successfully unlock the chest to find out what loot's in there. Or I just give up and say that I can't open the chest. Then, a little later on, they take away your wizard. Oh. So now you don't have your wizard anymore either. And this is before you get to the really tough boss fights where you've made your whole gameplay based around your thief does so much damage with the sneak attacks and now that's gone, your DPS is gone, and your wizard does all the buffing, you know, extra strength and extra speed, and now he's gone as well. So they reduce your party, and yeah, that that left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't like that at all. No, I don't. I when you when you build it, part of part of this game, these games is building your party. Yeah, and you've just basically said no. Yeah, it's called player agency. You don't yeah. take the agency away from the players. Yeah, absolutely. And that does. You lose your thief and then you lose your wizard. Because you can work around it if you know it's coming. Yeah, exactly. That's that's my next biggest complaint is the combat is really entertaining yeah. when you know what's coming and you can prepare for it. Yeah. So the minor fights are too easy to win, so they're boring, mm-hmm. so you don't mm-hmm. play in turn-based combat because there's too many enemies, yeah. and so it's boring waiting for them all to take their turns. Yeah. So you just played an automated combat. Yeah. But then when you get to a tough fight, yeah. you don't necessarily know it's a tough fight until you're already halfway into it, and then you stop, and you've got to go into turn-based, and then everything slows down again, and that gets a bit annoying. But the AI is too stupid. A, a, a wizard that's getting hit won't try and defend themselves. They'll just stand there getting hit. They won't run away. They won't stop casting spells or keep casting spells and getting attacks of opportunity on them. So the AI is a bit dumb. Mm. But then I finished the expansion pack, Okay. The story was quite good. The boss, the second to last boss, was definitely the hardest thing I've fought in all of the game. I had to fight them and get absolute cream to find out what all their strengths and weaknesses were. And then go back to my save game, buff myself up to <coughs> mitigate all their strengths and ex- uh, be able to explore all their weaknesses and stuff. And then I won it and it was quite rewarding and fun. Yep, yep. Then I got back into the main game. Mm. And now the main game's... So it's taking away the player agency again. It keeps going, ah, oh, you've got to do this quest right now. Ah, yeah. oh, you've got to do this quest right now. And you want to stop and rest and do other stuff. You've got other things that you as a player want to do. Yeah. But it keeps throwing quests and you're saying, you've got to do this now. You've got to do this now. It's going to run out. You've got to go rescue this people now. They're going to get killed. You've got to go rescue your party member who's gone missing or it's getting like, killed. Yeah, like, um, uh, what else does that? Something else that um, uh, I can't remember now. We are playing. It's constantly just... Distracting, yeah, you, distracting with, um, you with immediately stuff yeah. all the time, which this game uh, hadn't been doing up until now. No, it's been, it's been saying it's very deliberately like yeah. you know, now do your busy work, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Oh, now you want to upgrade, now you go into it. Yeah, doesn't try to make it harder, it's yeah. like artificially making it harder. Yeah, it's artificially making it harder. So, again, and again, the story is really good. There's some yeah. amazing stories in there, They're, they've got really good stories they're yeah. telling. But the game engine, the rest of the game engine, and the, and the basic game master mistakes they're making yeah. aren't holding up. That's just too darn long. If I, and 
this bugs me because I'm an achievement hunter. <laughs> there are achievements that you can only get if you play as a good guy, and there are achievements you can only get if you play as a bad uh, guy. So you, and the yeah, game, so you have to play it twice to get all the achievements. At least. And the game's so long, I don't want to play it again. It's so yeah. damn long. Probably, probably three times because you didn't know this, so you probably missed yes, a few yes, on, you know, that you yes, need to go back and play it yeah. double as well. And the other mistake they've made, which is becoming really prevalent now, is they know what level you're going to be when you get to certain areas. Like, I'm, I'm level 14 out of 20 now. So okay. I'm more than halfway through my level capabilities. Yeah. And I've got plus three, plus four magic items with some cooler abilities. They know this. They've designed my progression. Yeah. And I'm finding items that have got really, really cool, interesting side effects, mm. but they're only plus one. So why am I going to throw away my plus four sword for my plus one sword that lets me do an extra two points of cold damage? I think you've finally hit on the point now where you understand why this game didn't get bigger. Yes, yes. It seems to me. Like, I'm sure these things are fine if you're, like, in love with everything else kind of thing. But yeah. these are things, I think, that really just put people off from yeah. coming back at war and they're making it a huge success. And the other thing, the minigame, the Kingdom Builder game, yeah. they've made a huge mistake with that. So you've got to commit your resources, your human resources, to doing opportunities, problems, or projects. Okay. And the projects are all very long. Like they take two months, some of them take three months. The projects are all very long. And I thought, okay, well, and when I was starting the game, I was being quite generous and I wasn't having stuff. But now I'm getting people to do, I've got all 10 advisors I'm on now, so I've got 10 people who can do stuff. Mm. So I'm starting to do some of the projects that have been banking up from Act One. Yeah. I'm starting to do some of the projects. And like, so it's going to take you three months to do this project. Great, fine. Two months into the project, a problem will come up in my kingdom that only the dude that's assigned to that project can resolve. Mm. And I have to start it or it'll fail before that guy's finished his project. Yeah, right. And so that's, I can't credit the reach, the work he's already done on the project and get him to work on this problem and then go back to the project. I'm just going to cancel it. I get some of my build points back. But yeah, that's, that's really frustrating. It's not really... Mm. It, the game doesn't look at who you've got committed yeah. And give you a huge pool of things that you can choose from and give you ones that aren't the carries that aren't committed. But, like, in my mind, right, if this is a city simulator and this happened, right, that person would stop working on the project, they would come fix the problem, yep. someone else would step in and yep. do the role, maybe not as well. Yeah, but temporarily. And, and, and so why couldn't you just do that? Why couldn't you have them go to the problem, have someone else step in, They get you get, like, 30% less productivity yeah. on the project? It's going to yeah. blow out now because... It's a huge disruption to the project, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And then, like, you know, you can still... feels like you're making a cool decision and, like, oh, okay, he's going to go here, but then i got to move this person into here. Yeah. But that might kill that project and then I move him over there. Yeah. Like, isn't it... Like, it's obviously not, I guess, deep enough to be an actual city simulator. No, it's not. It's, 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 it's an add-on, so, but they, they yeah. put mistakes in the add-on, yeah. which is really it's bugging me now. Because it's happening so often, so I'm failing stuff. Not because I yeah. didn't want to attend to it, but because I didn't want to cancel the project. At the and then start, and the project starts again with three months to go. I don't think I don't see any reason why it should. Maybe you should lose a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, or things yeah. like that should be a, a penalty. Or you put it on or hold and it doesn't progress anymore while you're solving like the problem. Something like that. Surely that'd be better than just saying no. You just have to start yeah. all over from scratch. Yeah. My final complaint before yeah. I give it some praise. Yeah. Is I've now got specialist workers in my villages. So I've got a specialist leather worker, I've got a specialist jeweler, I've got a specialist clothes maker. <clears throat> and they'll make fancy stuff for you. <clears throat> and you can tell them what to make or you can let them make stuff on their own. Okay. Okay. They're making the same things over and over and over again. But they're making like unique items that they're items that only they make. They've got these funky features. So they're better, they're better than the items you find adventuring. But I've got 18, no, I haven't got 18. What have I got? Six, 12, 13 or 14. I've got 14 party members and they keep making the item that's for one of those 13 party members over and over and over again. No, you must have a list of items you can create. Huge ticket. Say, I've already made this one and make the next one. So that's frustrating as well. It's just making the same stuff. That's all I'm doing selling at the shop, which kind of defeats the purpose of having this great, fantastic artisan in my city. Frustrating. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit annoying. It's outstanding yeah. as well. But let me just say, mm. it does has done some really cool stuff. Like, yeah. 
one of the really creepy things is there's a dungeon that you've got to go down and you find bits of the story as you go down the dungeon. And so the dungeon, there's a dragon guarding the dungeon and he's summoned adventurers to come and do it. And one of the bunch of adventurers he summoned before, there was a elf, uh, an elf wizard and a human fighter that went down mm-hmm. and they fell in love. Oh. And then there was a cave-in and the human fighter got stuck. She was a girl. She got stuck on the wrong side of the cave-in. And the wizard freaked out because he was a wizard, so he ran away from the dungeon. But what happened was, and then he hired some more people to come back, and you, this is all told from the point of view of the ranger that he hires. Yeah. The ranger discovers that she survived the cave-in, oh. and she tried to dig the cave-in out from her side and realised that the wizard had gone. Yeah. So then she camped there, and she camped there for quite some time, worked out that she couldn't get through the rubble or the whole ceiling was going to cave in. Yeah. So then she went away and she made another camp. And the camp uh, by the riverbed. And then you find out that there was a cradle that you made at the camp at the oh. riverbed. And then this monster that you've got to go and kill that sings this really sad, eerie song that charms all the monsters. Yeah. When you finally find her and you she's a half elf uh, that you're fighting. Yeah. And when you finally kill her, yeah. you'll get the lyrics of the song that she's singing. So yeah. she's the daughter. So the mother died. Oh wow. The mother died because she was a human. The yeah. elf survived because he was an elf. Yeah. The elf eventually came and rescued the ranger, gave up because he killed so many other people trying to get them to rescue the girl. Yeah. He was going to get her bones and bury her. Yeah. Because he knew she'd be dead. Yeah. But she wasn't dead. But then he he, he eventually comes to his senses. He loses his manners. He comes and rescues the ranger and says, I'm going to bring someone out alive and I'm going to leave my quest. I'm going to let it go. So he rescues the ranger. Yeah. But then you find out the monster that you've got to kill is actually their daughter, the half elf. Oh. And she's singing the lullaby that her mother would yeah. always sing to her. So she spent her entire life. In this dungeon full of monsters. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's a really cool and really yeah. cool way of telling the story. Yep. And you get so invested in that you find his diary. Yeah. And then when you finally kill her, you feel kind of bad. Yeah. You kill her. That's a real you know, witch's like story, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah that's like cool. something that So it's got be. really good storytelling. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah. just uh, all the fighting to get to it. And yeah. They could have trimmed the lot off it and it would be much better. If I'd finished it already, yeah. I would have given it two thumbs up. Yeah, but I've still got I've still got quite some time to finish. I'm going to finish it. I'm yeah, give it away because I'm still enjoying it. It does feel like you need to be really playing this multiple times and kind of min maxing and optimizing the play you run through. Yeah. So you get this pro- like you kind of know, oh, I need this project done now because I'm going to yeah. have problems later on, and you yeah. know sort of understanding what's coming to sort of like optimize so, your way through it. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of part of what the appeal is going for. Yeah. But it's so long. I've played three real days, and that's not including all my going back and repeating stuff because I stuffed it up. Yeah, it's a long game. That's a that's a fair hot. That's a good slab. Yeah, yeah. So that's Pathfinder. All right. Well, looking forward to you maybe wrapping it up. Yes. Yeah, so I did act, act, act four and act five. Yeah. Both went straight after each other. So I think right. four and act five started straight away. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get act. Six and seven are going to be straight out, and then act eight is the game finale. So, right, yeah, it shouldn't be too far off the end of it now. Yeah, yeah, so close, so close. Yeah, then I can play something different. It's <laughs> yes. a problem with these games that are so long, mm. you get to the point where you yeah. want to play something different. Yeah, yeah, well, that's why I wrote like with Spirit Fair, when I saw that when you log in, it gives you the um, because the Japanese thing, how much percentage completed you've yeah. done, how many requests you've done. I was like, oh, I'm only at 20% complete, and we've already like knocked in a week's worth of time in this yeah, kind yeah. of thing, you know, like playing a few hours or maybe maybe an hour and a half, two hours every day kind of thing, like yeah. over the holidays it's probably a bit more, I could check out how many hours, but like, oh, there's a lot of requests to get through yeah. kind of thing, yeah. Um, uh, and I've actually got a similar complaint that I was Spirit Bearer with, um, with uh, Bloodstain, Origin of the Night, the Metropenia that I've been playing. Uh, so I've been working my way through it, I was still really enjoying it, but I got to a point where I didn't know where to go next. I'd been to yeah. all the parts of the map that like were cut off, where you can sort of yeah. see there's more there and there's something, okay, well, I can't get through a vertical space. I can't get here. I can't get there. Um, I know there's something for the vertical space somewhere because there was a hint given uh, back at the town. Yeah. It kind of gives you these obvious hits. You're like yeah. the kind of the person who's in the castle with you is kind of an antagonist. He shows up in the store occasionally and gives you hints about what you should be looking for. I didn't 
I didn't realize and I was jumping and I pressed AA and went through yeah, the conversation yeah, really yeah, quickly. Anyway, I worked out that there's a train station and there's an ID gate and you get through the train gate with ID. Yeah. Go back to the humans. No one can help me there. I'm looking at the map. I don't know where it is. I'm going through all the rooms. Check all the end bits again. I'm just like, okay, fine. I'll look it up. Oh, that's right. There's a vampire who is friendly, who's a librarian, who gives you a book of course. That, yes. um, that gives you an extra stat. And you can hire out whatever book you want to give you an extra stat. And so I've forgotten about them. The friendly vampire librarian. The friendly vampire librarian. Um, they're not marked on the map at all. <laughs> all the humans have little little diamonds. Yeah, yeah. You know, even the, it isn't a diamond for the human that isn't even there anymore. <laughs> You know, all the save points are all red, all the yeah, teleports yeah. are yellow, but this vampire has no marking well, have no whatsoever. Well, I think that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Also, no clue that he, would, the librarian would also be able to give you an ID. ID. I'm like, how the hell? Are you supposed to work that out? Yeah, if it had an icon, I would have gone there just to go to all the yes. icons and, yes. and eventually just brute forced it. Yeah. You know, if I'd remembered... I don't know what about our conversation would have led me to believe. Apart from that, he's been there a long time. Yeah. That maybe he knows about the train system, which is, to me, the train system doesn't, like, although this, the castle has a train system, I'm not really convinced that it's part of the castle necessarily. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Trains like, and vampires don't naturally link either. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, okay, so I did that, went to the train, got the next ability, I can now go through vertical spaces. And then I'm stuck again. <laughs> I don't know where to go. I've been to all the parts, and it wasn't until this morning I was thinking about this episode and thinking about what I was going to say about it that I'm like, oh, no, wait, I think, I think I vaguely remember there was, in a room that's sort of been explored, there was these reflective mirror platform things. I have no idea where they were. Yeah. So I'm going to have to just go back and brute force <laughs> the entire dungeon again <laughs> to find this spot, and mirrors. hopefully... Fingers crossed it has somewhere to go to the next area because yeah. uh, otherwise I'll have to be back on Google and do a search again and try to work out where to go next because I'm a bit... Which is... I'm kind of annoyed because I don't normally get stuck like this in these games. Normally there's always... Uh, the next place to go is... Yeah, it's um, relatively obvious. Obvious kind yeah. of thing. And that really... Or you can get the clue again. Yeah, you can't get the clue again, which I guess the clue... I've solved that clue now because yeah. I, I made it to the train station. Maybe he says, oh, the old, oh, I'm going to go ask the old vampire about it. Maybe that might have yeah. given me a, a clue that I missed, which I feel is not my fault because I was doing a lot of running between the two rooms, yeah. between the, sh the shop room on one side and the, the crafting room. Be, all these games, there should be a conversational journal. Yeah. All of them. That was something that all the original games used to do, Mass Effect. Yeah. And the conversation journal. Knights yeah. of the Old Republic and the Dream. conversation journal. I don't think it does. I'll go have a look and check that it wasn't my mistake, that it was there and I missed it. I don't think there is. In Spirit Bearer, the same thing happened where we were bouncing between two NPCs going backwards and forwards. Yeah. And so we kind of it kind of tells you to go there and then you go back again. But then it goes to go back again, but it doesn't give you where that back again is anymore. Uh, and because it was a day between when we started and finished yeah, it, I didn't remember what island, this particular good one. There's like a lot of island, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And there's no like... When you hover over there, it doesn't tell you, like, oh, this NPC is here or anything yeah. like that kind of thing. So, yeah. And it really should have been in the, in yeah. the journal and it wasn't there. Yeah. So it's like, again, these games are just sort of like, I don't know. You know Simple mistakes like that. Just change your experience of the game. It could be that after we have where this, where this new one goes, it could have just been that I could have left a marker. Yeah. My problem, I think my problem is that if you're going to have locked doors and things like that, mark them on the map. Or give me more than one icon I can use yeah. for marking map. Because yeah. it does give you an icon. But, like, does that icon mean that there's a locked door that I need to go through? Or is there a locked... Like, there's not there's enough to really, like... Yeah, that's it. Chests do show up on the map. So, chests okay. that you haven't unlocked yet, they do show up, which is, is really nice. And I yeah. feel like yeah. if that's going to be that, everything should be getting marked yeah. down and yeah. logged down in my journal as I discover them. If I go to the door and click on it, it says, you need to guard this key, yeah. then it should say key on yeah. the map yeah. and maybe if I hover over it, it says guard this key yeah. so I know when I get it where to go to go yeah. back to it yeah. like either like, give me where to do it myself or, or do it for me automatically. I'm yeah. not busted on either way but yeah. you know at the moment I've got all these little demon heads everywhere 
for all these things that I need to go back to yeah. that I don't what now remember what there are. Like, I need, yeah. there's a marker there for the 8-bit game you can play. Like, there's a portal you go through and there's an 8-bit game yeah. kind of thing. And I keep going there. And I keep doing it and going, oh, this is the stupid 8-bit game that I can't <laughs> beat yet. Oh, I've already been here like seven times already. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, so I'm a bit, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I do like it. It's a fun thing, but like not knowing where to go and not just being able to like find it and go, oh, I need to work my way across the map. Yes. Here is. It's like my famous line from everyone who's seen me playing games is, why did they think this was fun? Yes. I shared that yeah. so many times, but it's like that. Fun. It does feel like that, for sure. And so, yeah, I've been, and so I'll, I'll, when I beat it, get the, in the urge, or I get the forward trap start Googling for like, yeah, how the hell do I get through here? Because the train one, you know it's a problem when you do the Google search. And it's the first thing that comes up. Yeah, like it's an obvious thing that people are asking. So it's obviously a build me a, a failure of the game yeah. if you can't work yeah. that out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Again, you go backwards and forwards between the, the crafter and the shop to buy things and stuff. And so between the two areas is like four um, lanterns. Yep. So I'm jumping, hitting lanterns, getting money, which is what you're supposed to do. Yep. So I'm jumping, jumping. So as I walk into the next area, I'm jumping to hit the next lantern. All yep. of a sudden, oh, no, I'm actually fast-forwarding through conversation. Ah, yeah. oh, damn it. Yeah. 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 That's why conversations yeah. that override each other. Oh, it's the same thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's day. so frustrating. Yeah. Yep, yep. Very. Uh, conversation log. I'll check. I'll check to make sure it's not there and I haven't missed it. Missed yeah. it. Conversation logs are critical. Mandatory. Critical. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That should be Absolutely. Uh, And so, because that's been frustrating me, I did crack on to another game I picked up in the Steam sales, which (laughs) I got a $50 um, voucher for Christmas. I'm like, oh, beautiful. Add this, add this, this looks good, add this, add this. How much did I spend? $85. No <laughs> more than that? More than $85. It's $140. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, $50 is coming. It's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 Oh, terrible. Anyway, uh, I did that. I, I, bit, I did that. So I, I picked up a few things. Um, uh, Sunset Overdrive, It Takes Two, Foregone, uh, Forbidden Forest, um, fact, um, not Factorio. Oh, it's so close to Factorio, but it's not. It's Satisfactory. Satisfactory. Yeah. Which I've been... All those games I've been eyeing off for yeah, ages. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't buy Four Gone. That's going to end up in a Humble Bundle in two minutes. You watch. Yeah. As soon as you buy it. But it was like $4. Yeah. I think the, the bulk of the purchase was... Um, was uh, Ghost Recon Wildland. No, that was... That $15. was $15. Ghost Recon Wildland. Yep, that's the other one. Yeah, that was $15. I think Satisfactory um, was like $30-odd, oh, okay. which is still relatively expensive. Yeah. One kind of thing. Uh, another one I bought though was Out of Wilds. Yeah. Because I've been hearing a lot about this game for ages. It's won a lot of BAFTA awards and stuff like that. And um, I'm like, okay, let's give this a crack. And so I played a bit of it so far. I what? Uh, oh, 3.8 hours? That seems that's a, that's a lot less than I was expecting, to be honest. Uh, but. I still don't know how I feel about it. There's some very interesting features in the game. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of a bit annoying as well. So if you think you might enjoy it, we'll say goodbye. Go off. Because I think you're better off getting a clean experience yeah. with this if, if you if you do actually want to dive into it. Yeah. So um, we'll, so see we'll see you next episode. Bye. Enjoy. <laughs> For all you don't really care that much, it's not a huge spoiler or anything like that. Like, you're going to find out in the first like 10 seconds of playing it. You know, well... 20 minutes actually it is but yeah you'll find out what it is but this game is actually a um it's a roguelike time loop all right issue so every 20 minutes i think it might be maybe half an hour the whole galaxy gets or solar system gets destroyed and you reset back to when you wake up again cool so it makes an interesting dynamic so this game is you've got a solar system to explore there is no crafting there is no inventory nothing like that it reminds me a lot of Astroneer, Sands, all that crafting and gathering stuff, and instead, story. Yeah. Instead, and exploration and things to discover. Because Astroneer is, is devoid, mostly, yeah, of, of things to find. Yeah. Um, you can find, obviously, scrap of previous Astroneers that have died, yeah. but there's no intrinsic story behind yeah. it. Yeah. 
this is all the story. Okay. It's extremely story heavy. That's like the purpose of this is to explore and discover the story yeah. kind of thing. And so with this reset that's going on, um, you know, obviously there's been sort of the you sort of re-step, retracing the steps of a of a past civilization that was very advanced. A lot of the technology that you that you that they're using today is kind of like retrofitted yeah. kind of stuff. And um, yeah, your shuttle is kind of mostly wood <laughs> sort of thing that you're using um, and uh, with a little bit of this like it's got like an anti-grab device which is obviously their technology the Nani Nani I think that's what they're called um, technology and so you go around and you discover things uh, you go read ancient writings uh, put in discs to show you projections of times past I think um, and then your ship updates and the journal in your ship when you go into it is kind of like a spiderweb of interconnections it kind of feels more like a detective you know oh, yeah, yeah. But the strings are like this person yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah. and so you hover over each piece and it gives you all this information about oh you found this and then you go to oh they're down here so like you're like oh the nanny were trying to reinvent warp technology yeah. there's an outpost on they were doing research on outposts on Brittlewood they were doing an, uh, research at Thorn Hollow they were doing this here you know and so as you discover you get more points and interest yeah. and you get more of the story filled in. And the only thing that persists between playthroughs is that storyboard that just keeps getting bigger and bigger, yeah. I guess, because otherwise it would be a roguelike completely yes. kind of thing. Yes. Um, and so that's your progression. It's just working through these nodes. And so uh, the nodes are a little bit cumbersome because you've got to, like, drag your... Do the, you know, using your controller for a mouse cursor, yeah. dragging over all the different nodes to read all the bits of text yeah. and stuff like that. And it's kind of hard to sort of keep your head about it, but because it is a connection method, when you pick a, like, I'm going to do this mystery, and you can kind of work through all the nodes and kind of, like, say, oh, I'm going to go here and here and try to, like, discover what's going on. Um, it's very interesting. I don't know if it's going to come tedious or not. I'm not sure. I wasn't super invested in the people that I am. There's a whole village of people you can talk to, and I did that at the start, and I was so bored. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not interested. I don't really know yeah. who you are, what you're doing, or... Why I care, why about, I care about anything. It didn't yeah. grab me. The graphics are fine. They're fine for what they are. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, what is the other intriguing thing, apart from the journaling system, and I do like the discovery, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. kind of would discover through through tapes, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And so you can go and meet other explorers and talk to them about what they've, what they've discovered about the locations that they're on kind of thing. So very familiar with that parallel yeah. discovery story, which is nice. Um, the the downside is that the Nani writings, because they're alien and the way they communicate is weird. Yeah. The stories are kind of a little bit hard to follow. They're not as engaging yeah. as like those hollows were from yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. All like Fallout ones, where they're sort of like telling you this yeah. the story. Yeah, no, okay, sure, they're alien. That's going to be different. The other amazing thing that I really enjoyed is the space flight. So you actually fly your ship up into space. Yeah. You navigate to the planet that yeah. you want and you accelerate towards it and you break and burn to slow down and then you land your ship wherever you want on the planet, on the planet yeah. you know, kind of thing. That, that has been very difficult to get my head around, yeah. the idea of it, and super fun. I'm like, this is one thing that I wish Astroneer had. Because Astroneer's got shuttles that you build, yeah. but you don't fly them. Yeah. You just say, I want to go here. And it, it takes you there. Takes you there. Yeah. This changes everything. If this was an astroneer where you could go and like fly around the planet and like scout for where you wanted to land and yeah. do that stuff would be so much fun. So much fun. And I kind of understand why they haven't done it in an astroneer, but in this, it is like, it is, you know, because you arrive at a planet and, you know, there's always like different, the planet's fairly small. Yeah. You know, everything's small, scaled down kind of thing. You can, I've actually bounced off a few surface of a few planets and stuff like that where I've been going like way, 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 way too fast and I just barely miss it and just go dunk off the surface and ricochet off in a different direction. I, I graze the sun once because I turn on the autopilot which just flies you straight to it irrespective of anything else going on and I came just skin that sun like no one's business. Uh, yeah, but you can then like get to the planet and then you can like sort of, you know, float around, you know, kind of thing, and, oh, there's that thing there, and that thing's there, okay, okay, I want to get here first, and you yeah. turn your landing camera on, so you're looking down, and then you can kind of, like, yeah. land your craft, 
It's got a really handy button that's match velocity. So you can just basically lock onto wherever you want uh, using the, the clicker. Um, and then once you've selected it, you hold the button and it will put you in a like a geosynchronous orbit. So you can fly down to wherever you want to go. And actually, you close enough and you out of control. You hold the button and it goes, and then puts you right where you need to be. And then you can sort of quickly move around and stuff like that. And it keeps you free-flowing. You don't have to use it. But if you get stuck and it's just going crazy, press the button, locks you in. Beautiful, you know, and you can use the autopilot, which will fly you to wherever you want to go as well, provided that you have a clear path. You turn it off when you need to, because it's not, it's not that. It doesn't um, have an AI. No, 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 no. It's Tesla autopilot. The truck pulls out in front of you. You better be paying attention because otherwise, it's trouble. Okay. Yeah. And in this case, it's not not a truck. It's a small small moon <laughs> kind of thing. I've I've gone up a couple of times. And run into the planet's moon that I'm on because <laughs> it's it's going around obviously yeah. as well kind of thing. Uh, yeah, like so, like yeah, so getting around. You got jetpack as well when you're actually out in the ship. Yeah. You got jetpack. You got fuel and um, fuel and oxygen to worry about kind of yeah. thing. You can get oxygen and fuel in different spots throughout the map and stuff like that. You know, um, it's it is fun. <laughs> It is fun, but... Well, the thing is, with the whole, like, reset thing, right, it's kind of good and kind of bad. It kind of cuts both ways. So, if you get yourself into a pickle, yeah. right, where you are stuck somewhere and you're running out of oxygen and you die, you just go back to the start and you start off. Yeah. You can just zoom yeah. off and back to where you are, sort yeah. of thing. But if you're in the middle of a conversation or doing something you want to do and you run out of time and you've got to like you lose that and you've got to go back and do that again, yeah, yeah. That's, that's frustrating. frustrating. Yeah. You get a little bit of a hint that it's coming. Yeah. Uh, but it it does um yeah. Yeah, and then like I said like the story's fine. I'm interested, but I'm not compelled yeah, by it, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And that really is driving the thing forward. There is literally Nothing else. else but exploring yeah. kind of thing. Um, the story should be rock solid. Yeah. Very interesting and engaging. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's objectively bad. It could just be a me thing. Yeah. That I'm not, like, connecting with this story in particular. You know, um, uh, yeah. I, I'll, give, I'll keep playing it because I am enjoying it still. And I'm certainly still enjoying I like the idea of flying to a planetoid, landing and then exploring. And that really cuts into that, like I said, the astronaut thing as well, of going to a new planet uh you know and i guess for a different reason with astronaut you kind of like oh i need to like prepare i need to like pack this and this and this and what am i going to take with what am i going to need okay i better take you know and building a kit yeah. and then going this is more like what am i going to get when i get there what am i going to yeah. find what's that thing what's that tower there how do i get into this dome here oh you're going to fly underneath oh that's really interesting how do i do that oh wait the planet's now half destroyed i can now fly into the core What's that, that black hole? Shit, that's a black hole. Oh, where am I now? What the hell just happened there? You know, it's that kind of a, of a thing. That's what, um, you know. And now they've got the, the space flight. Worked out. Yeah. Worked out. Yeah. Um, that's a lot more fun as well, kind of. And I feel like going back and taking off again um, and getting back to where I was is not a huge deal. I feel like I can do that pretty quickly and then yeah. resume my exploration yeah. of the yeah, um, yeah, pun and what. I'm going to get back to where you, yeah, back to where I was before. Uh, yeah, so, hmm, we'll see. I just want a lot of awards, and I can see why. It's very clever. It's very, it's different, yeah. Yeah. you know, to what I've played before, particularly with that, that node thing. If it, if it doesn't get too tedious to try to work out these quests and having this detective board, I think it's really, it's a really clever device to use for this sort of storytelling yeah. where you're just picking up little fragments, and every time you pick up a fragment, it's like, Ship updated, ship updated, yeah. ship updated kind of thing. And so it's going to be whether or not you can then correlate what you discover on the planet at the time there to when you, you know, go back to the ship to read it. Yeah. yeah. You know, does that still make sense? Does yeah. it, Can I remember what was there to like... Oh, so it doesn't this, actually link it to where you discovered it. I think it tells you like on this you discovered it. Right. But there's like seven planets. I don't really know the names of any planets. Yeah. There's a lot of names. I guess yeah. a lot of names, a lot of things you've got to like discover the yeah. new concepts, you can get like a working knowledge of the solar system and stuff before you can sort of yeah, start making sense. And there's all your, all your companions have got names yeah. that are out exploring the solar system as well kind of thing. Because ostensibly your goal uh, as part of the Outer Wilds company 
um, is to go and explore the frontier and bring back technology and things back to the village to, you know. Yeah. You know. And you get cool tools. You get like a little um, audio sonogram thing that like you can hear other people singing or you can pick up quantum distortions and there's this um, scout thing that you can shoot and then take photos. Yeah. So you can shoot it over the horizon, take photos of the forwards or backwards and it shows you on your heads-up display what that thing can see. Yeah. So you can do some like reconnaissance exploring stuff without having to leave, which is another very clever thing. What I'm finding, though, is that it's kind of hard to tell what you're looking at. There's a bunch of alien terrain in black and or greeny yeah. monochrome. Doesn't you know, really help. When you see a structure, you're like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But for the most part, you're like, am I, what am I exactly what looking, looking at? at kind of thing? I don't really, you know, so it certainly pushes boundaries. I can see why I won awards. Like, you can sort of see where it would have got to people who have played a lot of games. There's a lot yeah. of like, little cool, interesting things in here that I haven't seen before, so... Yeah, I don't know. We'll come back. It's not as, um, I guess, maybe I had too high expectations going into it because of how much I'd heard yeah, about it and how yeah. amazing it was kind of thing. Maybe that's part of my problem is just having yeah, too high expectations. That could be, that'd be a problem. But that's, uh, that's the Out of Wilds. Um, and I think that's our episode. Mm-hmm. First one, cap off the rank for 2022. Yeah. Looking forward to hopefully a year of gaming without... Early released disaster things, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, who are we, who are we kidding? Yeah, who are we kidding? kidding? Don't have anything on my red off this year at this stage, though. Nothing really sort of no, 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 no. Maybe Bowls Gate 3, yeah, if that drops this year, maybe some Cyberpunk DLC, yeah, if it drops this year. Yeah. If they don't drop it this year, there's gonna be it's supposed to be quarter one. Well, yep. And a quarter of quarter one has so passed. I mean, it is this, the, the most, least busy part of yes. quarter one kind of thing, yes. you know. There were a couple of leaks I saw, um, you know, leaks yeah, with data mining, you know, kind of thing, maybe. So they, were, they look like more of a wish list. Yeah, more pretty like much a It's not actually, it's a wish list. It's, it's a wish not list. actually a yeah. successful data mine. What, um, what I maybe put my defenses down on that one was that Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, the mobile game I play, yeah. had a very accurate leak with some huge changes they made to the game. And everyone's like, ah, oh, that's never going to happen. And, and all it of it's come, come true so far. Wow. Yeah. So there's one last leak that hasn't come yet. There's a new ship apparently coming, which is the boring thing. But like, that was like really accurate and really out there. So now I'm like, oh, is this one real? I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know. Here's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Either thing, so well, we'll see. We'll see what comes. We'll, see what we'll comes. play the things and we'll, as they come. So uh, hopefully, it's more division two next time. Division one. Ah, oh, sorry. Yes. Then go through from Wildlands. Wildlands, and then maybe division two. Then one and just play all the Tom Clancy games in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Get them all out of the way. Yeah, just yeah. do them all. All right, sounds good, Tony. Thank you very much. Talk Thanks. to you next week. See ya. See ya. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.